my bad. Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa Gonzalez and you're listening to Oop My Bad, a podcast where we discuss the latest entertainment hot topics and trending news stories on social media. And if you don't like what we have to say, then oop, my bad, and you're not ready for this tea to get spilled. Every Friday, I'll be dropping a brand new episode with my co-host, Kathy Paciente. What's up, guys? And we're going to be gossiping over Hollywood's headlines. Hey guys, welcome to episode 5, where we'll be spilling tea on Ariana Grande, Justin Timberlake, Selena Gomez, Mariah Carey, and the Victoria's Secret fashion show. So stay tuned. So our first trending topic of today is Ariana Grande. So she brought out Liz Gillies and Matt Bennett to sing Victoria's songs on her Sweetener tour. This was in Atlanta, Georgia. How did you hear about this, Kathy? First of all, Atlanta really won in the Sweetener tour. I woke up one day after the show and I saw my Twitter feed filled with videos. Oh, yeah. And especially this is a good time because right now Victoria's is popping because Netflix recently signed with Victoria. So everyone's being all nostalgic. So Liz Gillies and Ariana Grande performed their song or the song Give It Up. Mm -hmm. And they they still got it. That's all I'm going to say. Matt Bennett's song was kind of, now listening to it again, it's kind of like cringe because it was definitely made for like kids, but the song was called I Think You're Swell and everyone was like, just got kind of got into the feels because everyone wanted Kat and Robbie and Victorious to get together and that was a song he wrote for her. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't really a big fan of Victorious, but like I seemed like everyone really was, so it was just an exciting moment for fans and I yeah. feel like... Even though the songs are kind of cringy now, Mm -hmm. it still brought out that inner childhood that everyone was living back then. Yeah. So they loved it. And people said, even though Matt Bennett didn't get that much hype in the videos I watched, people who were there, they're like, we were jamming to it. We were just crying. Right. (laughs) I was like, I get it. I was like, no, that was really cool of, you know, Ariana bringing out her old, you know, co-stars and to see Mm -hmm. a few of her, you know, old shows songs. Yeah. So that was definitely, you know, a cool flashback. Yeah, definitely. And I'm pretty sure people are holding all these YouTube videos near and dear to their heart. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. And our second topic is um, Justin Timberlake. This is kind oh. of a, you know, weird, you know, celeb to kind of talk about because, you know, we've always known Justin Timberlake as bringing sexy back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And also with him just being a family guy. Oh, yeah. But apparently he was allegedly caught cheating. <gasps> No. Yeah, I never would have thought Justin Timberlake. Because, no. you know, he's married to Jessica Biel. Thought oh, yeah. they, you know, they have one son together. And I believe he's only like six years old. So yeah. he's little. Like, they have their little family together. But he was seen out in New Orleans with his co-stars. And he was being affectionate with one of his co-stars, Alicia Wainwright, I believe. And the duo was spotted again in Louisiana on Monday filming their new drama, Palmer. So, you know, he's working on a new show, and it just seems like he was just being a little extra friendly with his co-star, Alicia. They're seen holding hands, and Wainwright was resting her hand on Justin Timberlake's leg. According to sources, it was completely innocent, but pictures say otherwise. So, she rested her hand on his thigh? Yep. Okay, first of all, a little too close there, Alicia. Yeah. Yeah, the no-no square, haven't you heard of it? (laughs) Yeah, like, they were really too comfortable with one another where it just didn't look right and from pictures that I've seen he wasn't wearing his wedding ring (gasps) no Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I don't know things don't look good on Timberlake's end what I don't get is why would he drop Jessica Biel really fumble the ball because she's pretty she's talented and you have a son with her yeah just everything just doesn't look right and according to like their castmates like they were all saying it was completely innocent. They were all just drinking, having a little bit too much fun. 
but come on, it seems like pictures, you know, they, they say otherwise. It seems like they were very affectionate with one another and really close to one another where, you know, it would lead you to speculate. Like, if I was Jessica Biel, I'd be like, um, like, what's going on here? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, uh, why is she, like, you know, resting her hand on your, like, leg? Don't take my man. <laughs> yeah, and why were you guys holding hands under a yeah. table, too, to top it off? I saw pictures of them holding hands under a table, and according to other sources, they were saying that he was seen, you know, obviously really out of it because he was drinking a lot. I think he had his arm around her waist or something like that, but no one saw pictures of that. So, I don't know. I saw the, the hand holding and the hand resting on his leg, so... I don't know. I that already kind of says enough. Like, I, if I was, you know, married to him, I guess, and I saw those pictures, I'd be like, um, I don't think so. You're not, not coming slide. home. You're not, You're not coming, coming home. home. Your stuff is in the driveway. Bye-bye. <laughs> You're sleeping in the guest house. <laughs> I'm in the guest house. <laughs> guest house. I'm dead. But I don't know. Justin Timberlake, it seems like he kind of got caught. So, I don't know. It's kind of Fumbled the ball. Yeah, he did. Fumbled the ball. So, sorry. And Selena Gomez. She was seen at the AMA. She performed, and I'm not sure if you saw her performance, but I did. And I'll just let you know that it wasn't very great. Oh, poor Selena. So, according to some sources, it was a really bad performance. She apparently had a panic attack before her performance. Her dance routine seemed kind of slow. Her voice kept cracking. She had support from her star-studded friends like Taylor Swift, Camila Cabello, and Halsey. Yes. And the girls were supporting Gomez front row, but poor Selena didn't deliver a great performance. Well, to be fair, this was her first performance back after two years? Or yeah. Two years? Plus, I feel like when you look at it from an outsider perspective, like, come on, Selena, you're a performer. But at the same time, we should give her the benefit of the doubt that it's been a while since she's done this. And plus, there's some enemies, I guess, out in the crowd that made her nervous. I agree. So, you know what? Maybe she'll come back with her next performance. That's no. true. I, you know, I wish Selena the best with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched her performance. I'm not gonna, like, lie. Like, it was not her best. You could just tell, you know, the dance routine was kind of off. Her singing wasn't all there. People were just dragging her on Twitter, which made me feel bad for her, but I agree with you. We should give her the benefit of the doubt. This was her return after a couple years back on stage, you know. In the meantime, when she wasn't performing, you know, she was going through a kidney transplant. Oh, shoot. Yeah, like, she was going through so much. Like, she was going through rehab, kidney transplant. She had to deal with that breakup with Justin Bieber and, like, him moving on to Hailey Bieber and getting married like, after two months. Yeah, and didn't you say they were in the crowd? I think so, yeah. Apparently, they were watching or something like that. With everything going on in Selena's life, I feel like right now she just, she's kind of ashamed for herself, I guess. I think she is too. I think she expected more from herself, Mm -hmm. but like it just didn't work out. Has she apologized or like No, she hasn't said anything, but it's just her rep just saying that she dealt with a panic attack right before her performance, but she still went out and did it. You know, she opened the show actually. Good for her for still going out Mm -hmm. there because I know that's like really rough. You could just tell she was so nervous. Yeah. You just saw it, and that's why I think that's why I feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know what, Selena, you got it next time. You got it next time, Selena. Keep going. Okay, Mariah Carey. You know, it's just that time of season where you just hear Mariah Carey. She just becomes part of your Christmas tradition. Yeah, you hear her at the beginning of October. <laughs> all the damn time but you know she just joined the 2020 guinness book of world records for all i want for christmas is you highest charting holiday song in the hot 100 by a solo artist most stream tracked on spotify in 24 hours and she happened to be a female artist as well most weeks in the uk singles top 10 for a christmas song Dang. so that's a pretty big deal because she just got into the guinness book of world records yeah 
and she's low key worldwide. <laughs> she really is. Like, I, you know what? That's great for Mariah Carey. You know, we all love and support you, Mimi, and we're not surprised. No. We're you not know. surprised. Everyone plays that song. You're right. At the beginning of October. Basically the beginning of October. That's when we start hearing that song again. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, shut up. It's <laughs> Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah. But, but it's just part of the season time and holidays and stuff. So we're not surprised. But congratulations, Mimi. Wait, how old is this song actually? I want to say. 10 it, years? No. This I'm, song was older? Re- yeah. This song was released in the 90s. Oh I want to say like 92. So <laughs> I want to say the song was released in 92. I'm so dumb. So that's almost close to 30 years ago. I think I believe 27, 28 years now. Well, that's a long, it's an old ass song. That's for sure. And a long time in the running. (laughs) Yeah, a long time in the running. That's why I feel like it's just became, you know, a Christmas Mm. tradition at that point. Good for her for lasting this long. Right? And she looks the same too. So good for you, Mimi. You still look the same. She wins. (laughs) Yeah, she wins. Okay. And so one of our other topics that we're going to discuss is the Victoria's Secret fashion show and how we're all saying bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. So apparently no one's watching it anymore and others think it's because of their lack of inclusivity. Mm-hmm, definitely. The only people I know who watches it are, you know, hey, but skinny white YouTubers. Oop, my mm-hmm. bad. Oop, um, my bad. But you know what? It's kind of true. It is. Like, to be honest, Victoria's Secret should know by now that a lot of things are changing in this world. And if they want to succeed, they need to change with it. Oh, no, I agree. And to be honest with you, they were just so strong with their own opinions. And, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They can feel however they want. But it just, it wasn't good for their brand. Oh, no. Because they didn't like how they weren't catering to different women's sizes. And their show wasn't very diverse. Yeah. And they really made a point that they didn't want any trans people in their show. They didn't want, oh mm-hmm. They didn't want, obviously, people that were considered, like, overweight or just, like, not your typical mm-hmm. five, ten, six foot tall and skinny blonde model. I'm sorry I'm Asian. Yeah, right? It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry we're cultured. I'm sorry we're cultured. But it seems like, you know, no one was here for it. And top it no. off, for me, I wasn't really, really a big fan of Victoria's Secret just because mm-hmm. of just the quality of their stuff. It's not like yeah. it's good. It's just expensive and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Can I be quality. honest? This could be TMI. But I feel like my pussy is kind of too big for the underwear. Oh my god, happy! <laughs> it's not just me. Really? Yeah, a lot of my friends say this. And I'm like, oh my god, me too. Oh my god. I was like, first of all, let me just put in that Kathy's a really religious Catholic girl. And I've never heard her speak like this ever. No, literally, it's such a big problem. Like... That's true. And you know what? For women's, yeah, it is TMI, but for women to wear, you know, the right size, uh-huh. you know, just underwear and, and just like bra size and you can't even fit into it. Like really? Like mm-hmm. why, why are you even a brand then? Yeah. And people should feel comfortable in their underwear. That's true. That's true. And what I heard is another reason why they canceled their iconic fashion show is because Rihanna decided to do a fashion show at the same time they released theirs. That's true. So. And you know what? I saw Rihanna's uh, Fenty Savage fashion show mm-hmm. for her line of uh, lingerie. It was good. You yeah. know what? She had a really diverse cast of models, mm-hmm. all different sizes. And it's true. Like, I feel like you should cater to 
every type of a woman's body, basically. Because yeah. if you're going to be a lingerie brand or just your typical bra and underwear brand, you should cater to everyone because that's everyone wears bras and underwear. Yeah. A woman. Even some guys do, too. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they want to crop dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, yeah. Like, yeah. come on. You have to include everyone. And Victoria's Secret was just not having it. And you know why? I think that's why their company kind of went down the drain because no one was there for it. No one was going to support they Victoria's Secret. Yeah. No one was going to support Victoria's Secret Fashion Show with mm-hmm. that closed-minded mindset yeah honestly i feel like savage times fenty they are smart about marketing because they sponsor youtubers so i've been seeing a lot of instagram ads about it that's how they're blowing up because i rarely see victoria's secret ads with that's true yeah nobody cares for Victoria's secret anymore they only were just very exclusive with their models and that was kind of it but rihanna's being smart with her marketing Mm -hmm. and you know what she is reaching out to all type of people yeah it's definitely a good marketing strategy, and she knows this generation. No, I totally agree with that. You know, Rihanna is very smart with her marketing strategies. And another thing with Rihanna is that she just also signed her first sponsor, ambassador, <gasps> actually. Ooh, who? Um, Normani. I, I believe. Or Normani. Normani. Yeah. yeah. From wow. See smart marketing strategy because if you see your favorite artist, your favorite YouTuber wearing it, you'd want to wear it too. It's very true. And to our last topic. Frozen 2 just broke the opening weekend record worldwide with 358.2 million, 130 million in North America, 228 million internationally, and you know there's still estimated to range from 127 million up to 350 million globally still to come. Oh my god. I am a Disney fan, but I hate Frozen with a passion. <laughs> to be honest with you, I was never a Frozen fan either. Like when it no. came out, you know, I don't know if it was like five years ago or so, I just remember I wasn't a fan of it and I was kind of just like, eh, this is okay. I felt like it was very basic storyline yeah. and it was very predictable. But then again, it is a kids movie. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know how Frozen 2 broke this record because I watch a trailer as YouTube ads all the time as it was leading up. I don't even know the storyline. Same here. I was very confused by it, and, like, I just didn't get what part two was about Uh, in general. I feel like if you've seen the trailer so many times, you should at least have a good idea of what's it about. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I've seen it a few times as well, and I don't know what it's about. No, all I see is, like, don't leave me. I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Is this a false North Doors? I know, right? I was going to say, I was like, don't leave me. Okay. Yeah, it just seemed like they have all the original characters from the first one, you know, all Mm -hmm. the same voice actors as well. So, like, they have a good thing going. Yeah. But, like, it's just, I, nothing was very appealing or nothing stood out in the trailer for me to be like, oh, I need to go watch this. And you know how we feel about sequels. Yeah. If you've been listening in. And I don't know. I just feel like Frozen 1 should be a one and done type of thing. I agree with you. It, it should have just been left as it was, but, you know, Disney, they always kind of just want to bring back everything. Yeah, they they love sequels. They love sequels. <laughs> Disney loves sequels. Love. But to be honest with you, do the fans love sequels? I don't think so. Yeah, and I feel like it's only doing well because there are kids out there who love Frozen. That's true. I'm not going to lie. My mom was trying to drag me to go watch it. And I told her no, I don't oh, want to see it. <laughs> I was like, why not? And I'm like, I just don't yeah. want to see it. Like, I have no interest in watching Frozen 2. Oh, Yeah. And this is from an unbiased opinion. My cousin watched it at USC because they were having a um, pre-screening. And she loved it. Really? Just know she does not like animated films. Oh, okay. So So maybe it is good. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Just know that we aren't closed-minded. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So maybe it's worth a watch, but really... It's not our priority to watch it. No. And I just... 
what's the storyline? That's like I'm kind confused of with that. I want to know that too. What's the storyline on this? What's gonna happen? I understand it's two sisters and on a mission to do what? I don't know. No one knows. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week on our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.